Hey, everybody, get ready for an informative episode from Parents' Rights in Education. I'm Suzanne Gallagher, and I'm looking forward to our time together. We stand and defend the fundamental rights of all parents to raise their children and firmly believe children belong to their families, not the state, not the teachers, the teachers' union, or any other bureaucrat. I invite you to visit our website, parentsrightsined.org. Sign up to receive our news alerts. Like our Facebook page. Join or form a Parents' Rights and Education affiliate chapter. Making your voice heard is always easier with others. Just grab a couple friends and you're there. We will help with training, information, branding, and contact referrals. Let's start a Facebook group for you. Submit the chapter inquiry form on our website, parentsrightsined.org. Hey everybody, it's Suzanne Gallagher, and we're going to focus on Washington State. They are doing some excellent follow-up in regards to Referendum 90. Volunteers were unsuccessful in thwarting Referendum 90 and requiring CSE K-12. Um, Jennifer Heine Withy is their leader. She's determined to grow her group. I know that you're going to want to investigate what she is doing there in Washington State. Jennifer submitted an article in a local publication, and I'm going to share that with you now. Now what? Now what do we do? And we've got mandated comprehensive sexuality education. It's been approved. Now what? In November, Washington State voters approved Referendum 90, mandating all Washington public schools will teach comprehensive sexual education, or CSE, starting in kindergarten by the end of 2022-2023 school year. The law stipulates the curriculum must be age-appropriate, medically and scientifically accurate. And districts may choose any curriculum meeting the, the criteria. Parents do have the right to opt their children out of classroom instruction. Washington State public schools are now required to teach what is classified as comprehensive sexual education, or CSE. It's an approach claiming students will attain skills to make healthy sexuality choices useful throughout their lives. Upon further investigation, it becomes evident the real goal conflicts with the stated claim. CSE is founded on Kinsey ideology. Based on the controversial premise, children are sexual beings from birth. In addition, they have a right to seek sexual pleasure explore their sexuality, and advocate for their own sexual health. CSE teaches minors they have a right to sexual autonomy and parents' religious beliefs and cultural traditions are a barrier to these rights. So who's in control? Well, all public schools are required to use a CSE curriculum. Adhering to standards set by the Office of the Superintendent of Public Instruction, or OSPI. 
and guidelines developed by the Department of Health and OSPI. Not only does the OSPI set the standards, they can review and change them at any time they deem necessary without public input. When changes are made by OSPI, school districts are required to stay in compliance and update their curriculum. Now there's some K through third grade instruction confusion. Before it passed, Referendum 90 proponents and the OSPI assured voters grades kindergarten through third grade would only consist of social emotional learning, or SEL. The new law does require grades K through three SEL instruction consistent with learning standards and benchmarks adopted by OSPI. However, also included are sexual health learning standards such as anatomy, reproduction, puberty, and gender expression. If these standards are separate from the Standards for Social Emotional Learning, or SEL, why was K-3 through included in the CSE, especially when OSPI claimed no intention of teaching CSE in kindergarten through third grade? In 2019, Lori Dills, Washington State Director of Sexual Education at a Planned Parenthood event, stated she saw the future of CSE. Quote, starting in kindergarten, provided every year and would be intensive instruction that would weave into all sorts of content area, unquote. OSPI has an approved K-3 curriculum, the three R's. Thus, contrary to earlier OSPI claims, it is safe to assume children in grades K-3 will be required to have CSE instruction. Who decides what is age appropriate? The law states curriculum must be age appropriate. But who decides what is age appropriate? We know what OSPI considers age appropriate by evaluating current approved curriculum. The three R's teaches kindergartners, quote, girls have three holes and a sensitive little area at the top called the clitoris. A book titled my Princess Boy, about a boy who likes to dress like a princess and dance, is recommended for gender identity instruction. The three R's curriculum relies on teacher discretion when teaching children about the sex act by telling students, quote, the vagina has great elasticity and can adjust to the size of a penis, unquote. We wonder about the standard of medically and scientifically accurate. 
Washington law requires instruction to be medically and scientifically accurate. CSE information is a mixture of half-truths, both by omitting important or presenting false information. Students are taught a baby's sex is assigned by a doctor rather than determined by chromosomes. References to male and female are replaced with they pronouns. Students are led to believe, based on a research study where they gave only partial information, condoms are 100% effective. In addition, students are taught condoms are sufficient protection for STDs during anal sex. The fact is, no male condom is FDA approved for anal sex. So much for medical accuracy. Curriculum choice is pretty much non-existent. If not satisfied with OSPI approved curricula options, the law permits districts to choose an alternative CSE curriculum. It must meet OSPI standards and be approved by OSPI. Any associated expenses incurred shall be borne by the local school districts. Eatonville School District, a small one, estimates the cost of purchasing curriculum, training teachers, and all other related expenses at approximately $231,972. Opt out? Hmm, not so fast. Parents have the option, as they say, to opt their child out of CSE. However, it does not apply to anything outside of the regular class instruction, such as special assemblies or speakers. Planned Parenthood regularly trains teenage students to be teen advocates who go into the public schools and teach their peers about, quote, sexual health, unquote. When peers are taught a highly sexualized form of sex education, it is impossible to opt out of school culture. Bullying and sexual harassment of those who choose not to participate in CSE are not uncommon. And what about rejected amendments? Those amendments that the legislators submitted, one of the many CSE amendments rejected by legislators was the opt-out option for students by their choice. Others included curriculum and parental information offered in different languages. What about the retention of information to the confines of the sex ed class? And why were legislators in, in opposition to restricting sexual education to grades five and higher? And then there's the question of inclusion of instruction on the dangers of pornography and risks associated with abortion that they refused to add to the law. Then there's full disclosure of risks associated with gender transition. All of those amendments 
were rejected. Not all schools and teachers are pro-CSE. Some school districts have been teaching CSE for a number of years, while some teachers side with parents who don't want their children exposed to this highly sexualized education. Others, fully embracing CSE, will take advantage of the new law, teaching all permitted material, including supplemental books and websites. Even though one of the primary supporters of Referendum 90 was the Washington Education Association, or the Teachers Union, a number of school boards wrote letters of opposition to the mandate addressed to the legislature and to the OSPI, but their protests went unanswered. So what's a parent to do? Well, first of all, take your child out of the public school system. Schools around the state are introducing curriculums designed to use children for cultural change rather than focus on academics needed to become a productive member of society. COVID-19 school closures have enlightened many parents, realizing they can homeschool as well or better than public schools. Homeschool pods are popping up all over the place and resources for homeschool families are becoming much more abundant. Second, if alternative schooling is not available, parents must make it a priority to oversee teachers and their lessons. Review the sex ed curriculum and then opt your child out. Support teachers who are opposed to teaching CSE. Let your child's teacher know your values and wishes and what is unacceptable to you. You, the parent, are still the gatekeeper for your child. And last but certainly not least, we encourage you to get involved, advocate for parents' rights in education. School boards, representatives of the voters, were designed to support the rights of parents and the wishes of the community. You and others like you influence their decisions and hold them accountable. If your board does not care about parents' rights, it's time to elect replacements. Navigating through the advocacy maze is always more palatable when working as a team. Start a group in your area or join other parents to bring your ideas and grievances to your local school, district, and school board. Parents' rights in education provides a support network and valuable, accurate information. Visit our website, parentsrightsined.org, and click on the Join Us tab. Fill out the form, send it in to us, we will contact you. Thanks for listening. This is Parents' Rights Now. Thanks for joining me today. Be sure to subscribe to our future podcasts. Go on our website and click on the podcast icon. Do you know any parent who don't have time to read? This is the perfect solution. Perfect thing to do when you join our organization 
is to present the proclamation to your local school board. We make things easy for you at Parents' Rights in Education, and we'd love to have you join us. Please fill out the form on our website called Join Us. Hope to see you soon. Bye-bye.